On this episode, we chose to highlight Cultivating Change Foundation in San Francisco. Through relationship building events, partnerships, and discussions, Cultivating Change Foundation seeks to create a global network of LGBTQ agriculturalists and their allies. Using advocacy and education, the foundation provides resources and materials to help LGBTQ farmers feel empowered and elevated within their communities and professional fields. This is this is so hard, but I I I, 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 have a dream. I think I've realized that I am. I am. Gay. Ryan, are you there? Wait, Cece? Cece, can you hear me? Cece, there you are. You are listening to Cece and Ryan. Join us as we navigate these twisted times with the unique and influential voices of the LGBTQ community for the month of June. All in an effort to bring the message of positivity and inclusivity in a time where we need it the most. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. What is going on? What is going on in the club? <laughs> Did you make up your own song? You know, I do that. Like, I will, I will be in the house by myself and sing all the time. And I think that my neighbors, because we're in a semi-attached, semi-detached, semi-detached, uh-huh. um, I think they hear me and they're probably like, does she teach music lessons to herself? What is she doing yes, she does. There? Yes, she does. La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you were here visiting, we did some serious singing, so. We did sing really, really hard. And the next morning I woke up really in pain, completely hungover, but it was so worth it. Yeah. That was like, we were, that was like our last hurrah at Bar Chef. For real. Which is so funny because we're bringing on chefs. Oh my gosh. Chef Dominique Klein. Flavia. Oh my gosh. Flavia Mosa. Mosa Bonneau. You obviously have the French thing down. I'll play around with accents with you on this podcast when we go British or even like from New York, but French, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, French. I used to think that I could speak fluent French because I would watch like Audrey Hepburn in movies sometimes and she would speak because Audrey, I think she spoke like four or five languages, but mm. she could speak fluent French and she would like sometimes give these lines that were in French and I would learn these little sayings like, Massa un crayon jeu, which means my sister has a yellow pencil. Oh my <laughs> What a beautiful sentence you just formed there, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I um I know a little bit of French. Au revoir. Au revoir. Isn't Canada like it has a heavy French population, i.e. Celine Dion? Yeah, i.e. that's the Quebecois. So that's like Montreal. Um it's a different it's in oh, yeah. that's a different province, so it's very French infused. I've only been to Montreal one time and I actually went to this amazing restaurant in Montreal. I took Chinsia there because I was like, I want to do something because she's been there before and I'm, you know, the American coming in, taking her for her birthday um, to (laughs) somewhere in Canada where she's already been. So I was like, what can we do that's different? And so we went to this amazing women's prison and it's, it's an old women's prison in Montreal and it's this, this like Nona who runs it. And you walk in, you go downstairs, and it's from the same region that Chinsi is from, Torje, Torje, oh God, I will butcher that. Um, but that's the region in Italy that she's from. And that's where the, the woman who, she's like in her 80s and she's in the back and she's cooking. And so we told them that that's where Chinsia's family's from. It's a small town. So we actually got to go back, meet the chef. She was holding Chinsia's hands and speaking to her oh in gosh. Italian. And Chinsia was crying. It was like the most beautiful. She was like, I haven't eaten this kind of food since my grandmother was alive. And it just took me back. Yeah. You know, it took her back home. And it's it was so it was so beautiful. I didn't realize when I took her there to this restaurant that it was going to have um, that sort of like lasting impact, impact on her. But yeah, so yeah. it was it was a really special experience. A little Italian in the French. That's beautiful in the French region. Yes, traveling up from the beautiful Italian boot to 
Paris, to France, to San Francisco, <laughs> to San Francisco, where Dominique Quinn has landed and delivered her dishes to millions of people. Yes. And I just want to say to our listeners that we recorded this on Zoom video, which was actually like the first time for us with a guest that we did that, except for we did yeah. one episode, just Ryan and I, which it's just the two of us, which was actually quite fun. We should do that again. Yes. Um, yes. But, but it was so great because we got to see her and she was showing us around Bar Creme because that's where she did, mm-hmm. did the interview. It was just so wonderful. She took us around. Got to see her lovely, like, artwork on the wall, all of her, like, Parisian influences. It was really special, especially because it was still, like, in the process of them, like, getting everything together. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I felt like one of the things that I found to be, like, incredibly wonderful with Dominique was she had this ability to kind of show up on the Zoom and be very mm-hmm. laid back and like chill, but I but not to like be misinterpreted with her focus. Right. She has this way about her that makes her you just want to like hang out with her and eat her food yeah. and drink rosé. But also, you could like trust her with your life. Exactly. The only other place I've ever been physically that made me feel that way was this restaurant called Shea Josephine, which is in New York City, I've and been it there. just feels like such a family. I love that yes. place. Love, love, love that place. And just talking to her on the phone for those like two hours we were talking to her, well, not on the phone, talking to her via Zoom, it felt like I was back at Shea Josephine. Mm-hmm. And just like meeting all the people there and just finding yourself in these really long conversations about like life and love and food. And just, it was so, it was just very easy. Yeah. It felt like brunch. It felt like, or like a late night snack. Or a late night snack, yeah, I'd say more of like. <laughs> but here's the thing, is like, it's kind of like she has this like yin and yang thing figured out really well. And I think that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand because I'm married to an Aries. I think that's a very Aries quality. Oh my gosh, yes. You know? Totally. Like they're the person you want to call to have a great time with, but they're also so focused and business oriented. Like they're always a boss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was just like, I just felt like we just got got right in there with our friend Dominique. Yeah. We've never been on a Zoom with someone or on a recording and actually had someone calling them, I don't think, or maybe like real life entering because everyone's so quiet and they're in a quiet room and their phones are on like don't disturb. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so I think it was so serendipitous because we were talking, she asked us and you guys will hear it, but we do cut it out respectfully. However, um, she was talking about marriage and if we were married and that was, this, it was almost like something was in the air and then she gets this call and we're like, that's, it was like ring, ring, ring. It's wifey. Yeah, I know. It's the love of her life calling. Yeah. We like But I it. think that she brought up a really good comment about, about Maria, just because she's not just an actor. She's all, she's very much an artist. Like mm-hmm. she's an activist. She paints, she writes, she's, She's just an all-around artist. So, yeah, I'm glad that she brought up that very important point about her. I could not agree more. Really quickly, before we bring Dominique onto the show, we just want to give a shout-out to Dominique for the release of her new book, Rebel Chef. It is a read that I think everyone will enjoy. It feels more like a conversational piece rather than a book. It doesn't really feel like you're she's telling you the story. It feels like you're living in the story with her. I think that we're best friends after reading this book. Rebel Chef, which by the way, I love the title. Rebel Chef is available, guys. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Audible. Get yourself a copy. Growing up in Brittany, France, Dominique Crenn is a co-owner and chef of the three Michelin-starred restaurant Altelier Crenn in San Francisco, where artistry is at the forefront, cuisine is a craft, and the community is an inspiration. Altelier can be defined as a workshop or studio, a concept that drives Chef Crenn's modern vision for fine French cuisine. Her highly distinctive French heritage and imaginative gastronomic lair behind the stove at Altelier Crenn is a a clear reflection of her unique life story. Well, Dominique, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so we we like to begin here with uh, asking you what you're drinking. So 
What are you drinking? I'm drinking the only thing I should drink as a French woman, rosé all day. A little bit. <laughs> rosé all day. Rosé all day. I love it. Oh my gosh, that, that is me whenever it's hot. So I know, it's so nice. But a good one, you know? Maybe yeah. Like a thousand of oyster, you know? Mm. you know little french music there you go yeah life i love it better you know oh my gosh so. i love it that's so good i'm what are you um, drinking cc <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so upset i'm not drinking rosé but um i'm drinking water just water not even with lemon like this is just so so boring <laughs> but i'm I, i've had a long day and i will have a glass of wine after this podcast <laughs> but i'm hydrating yeah. first that's that's, that's that's a good way to do it. And yeah. what, are you, what are you drinking, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. I am drinking coconut water in this uh, lovely, lovely little mug. Nice. Mm. I like your I mug, though. You guys Thank you. So, I mean, you guys are so healthy. You're going to think I'm like a drunk. Or like, I mean, no, listen, no. Dominique, no. yesterday I drank Tito's and iced tea because I'm in the process of moving and I drank Tito's and iced tea and I was completely like out by five o'clock i couldn't do anything else so i'm like let me Ryan, make sure I'm a little bit more sober i know i know i i had a family zoom last night with like everybody in my family me and my partner and we got a, had a little too much to drink i think <laughs> it's very easy to drink on the zoom you know yeah. you get lost yeah. <laughs> i know for sure yeah that's for sure yeah um, yeah. Cheers. Well, cheers. Yeah, cheers. First of all, I've been obsessed with, um, have you seen We Are Here on HBO? No. We Are Here. No. What? You guys know. You got to watch oh. that too. It's like, it's a three, it's a, it's, it's a series literally. And it's three wonderful drag queens that um, uh, basically going through uh, the deep of America and just trying to uh, like put like some like drag queen shows uh -huh. in, you know every every city they, they, they hit up and they just and people you know obviously it's uh, it's the red state but it's so inspiring and so beautiful and so inclusive and I just love it I think and, and Pose also have you watched Pose? Oh yeah Pose oh, love it You've seen Pose. I, I'm in the middle of um I'm in the middle of Ozark. I'm behind and so Oh my I'm, god. I'm <laughs> obsessed. I, I can't tell you because I watch everything. Oh have you there's another show you should watch. It's called A Queen of the South. Oh, I've heard that's good. Oh, you know, there's another one, Killing Eve also. I haven't finished it. I've only watched a few episodes, but I she better is she gonna sleep with women i i don't know they're they're toying with this storyline and i'm not sure how i feel about it and so i'm just i, I think i think it's, <laughs> it's not about it's not about sleeping with women it's about sleeping uh, or being attracted to someone that really um uh lights you light you up in a way ah uh, yeah you know that's, and and that's you know I think it's kind of taking that ideas that um, it's not about defining if you gay or not gay, but it's about, you know, I'm a woman and I fucking love this woman, you know, mm -hmm. kind of opening, opening up the possibility that everybody can, can, yeah. can go that way, you know, can you imagine? Dominique, I have, because you say that, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, what is, what is one, I guess, what is one love story that has touched you the most? Um, my personal love story or? It, it could be your personal love story or one that you've read or one that you've seen on like a film or television. No, I think, I think the most beautiful love st story that touched me the most was the, the love story of my mom and my dad. Ah. And the story they told me, the, my dad, when he told me the story, it was just so beautiful. It was just, you know, my dad was, um, uh, upcoming politician in um, in Brittany and um, every um, uh, family that had a daughter wanted to their daughter to marry him and he noticed my mom at the at a fair you know from far away and she came from um, a, a really a, a, like a farmer family you know and he saw her from the far and she was 19 years old and he was 11 years uh older than her and he said this is the woman that i want to marry and you know she didn't have any money anything like that but he fell in love with her and 
and the story that he told me how he asked a dad and and how he went after her it was just it's just so beautiful they were married for like oh 46 gosh. years old and my dad passed away but it was a beautiful story and every time that he was talking about the love for my mom it's i always wanted to have that in my life and i think oh, i have yeah. that now but you know yeah <laughs> Uh, but I have to tell you that uh, my love story right now is um, it's quite beautiful. Uh, you know, as you know, I went through cancer last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I was with someone and we kind of were on the way out. But um, then Maria came into my life. And I got to tell you, um, I, think, I think she saved my life with her love for me. So. Oh. And the love that I know, I know it's true. It's really true. If we if we hang out in the uh, East Coast, she's she's out there. I'm gonna go meet her. Let, let's party. She's just it's being in a relationship with an actor. It's a it's very interesting, right? I mean, Cece is an actor. I've acted before. It we it's a very it's a very interesting life <laughs> person to be involved with. I know. So at first I was a little bit, um, I was not nervous, but um, I think people have a a notion of what an actor is, you know, or an actress is. But um, Maria is an artist. Yeah. And and I think uh, that's, she's, she's, she's an incredible writer. She's, 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 she's just a thinker. And I think because of, of her artist mind, it really matched with me. Uh, but you know what? She doesn't, she's so simple. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and she just rolled through life like, you know, we do grocery together. I mean, she's like not a diva. I love it. Yeah. And, and, then, and she's very deep. So, um, uh, and then we dance and sing all the time and we cook a lot and we drink a lot. So that's, this is good. It's perfect perfect match for me you know and and uh, you know why it's 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 kind of um the way that we met was so interesting she literally dm me on instagram no where are the guards and she said listen um, i have a very good friend that is in a restaurant business and she she admired you for a long time and she's going to be coming to la and and we watch you chef table and, and she would love to meet you. Can, 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 I, can we get a table? And I'm like, and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And so then, the DMs work. And then I'm like, Maria Bello, do I know this name? And, and I'm like, this name sounds so familiar. And I'm like, oh, that was a movie called Coyote Ugly or something like that? Oh, Coyote oh Ugly. <laughs> that is a very good movie. So I, good. Yeah, that movie is great. Yeah, it's, so she came and she was so... <laughs> I mean, I don't know, we, we eat it up right away and we became friends for a year and then suddenly we're like, um, wow. I think there is more than being friends here. And love, love. I mean, it's, it's been a beautiful love story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really curious because I feel like, you know, you've, you've been so supportive of, I think women, especially as a chef and you've had women, you've hired tons of women. And I think you're an inspiration to a lot of people with what you do. And I'm just curious, like with all the support and the love, like you're such this giving person and you're so inspiring. And with all of that, that you give back, I'm curious, who supports Dominique? Ah, good question. Well, you know, my my friends, my 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 two daughters support me in a way. Um, you know, I, I think I don't know. I, I'm kind of in this world to just give. I love giving, but you know, my friends and obviously Maria, my my team's giving me a lot back. You know. Because the thing is, I'm, I'm not giving to get back, but you know, when you give and you support others and you see that, uh, you realize that then they become successful and happy, that make me happy. Yeah. Like that, that, that filled me up. That's, that's enough for me, you know? Right. Um, yeah, once in a while you can cook for me and give me a gift, that would be nice, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You'll take it. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it just really filled me up to see people happy and, and I can be a part of that happiness sometimes. It's really cool. Uh, so. I love that. If Dominique Crenn were to make a dish that summarized Dominique Crenn, what would be that dish? Oh, I, I will make you the best grilled cheese sandwich you ever had in your life. <laughs> oh my God. I, do you put anything in your grilled cheese sandwich or is it just, is it simple or do you not want to give it away? No, no, there is a little bit of complexity. Okay. So uh, you, you got to use the, the best bread. We make bread here. So usually we use the bread, the best bread, butter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, we do a marmalade of onion and then three different types of cheese. So it can go like from Conte cheese to um, more like a triple cream and um, more like a semi-soft cheese. So I like the layer of cheese. But they all Ooh. have to be French, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Only French cheese. Well, I mean, no, American cheese, you know, Vermont area, I think they have great cheese. But, you know, I mean, when you mix like uh, Conte cheese with an amazing, you know, Camembert and maybe maybe a cheese from the Pays Basque. Mm. And then with like a, a marmalade of, 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 of red onion and butter. Yeah. Is there anything that, any food that you just can't live without? Um, chocolate. Dark chocolate? Yeah, dark chocolate. I, I, I mean, or praline also. I mean, if, if you know me, I mean, I. If you want to give me a, send me a gift. My birthday is April seven. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my mom, my mom, my mom. Every every uh, we um, every holiday, every Christmas, she always gave me a box of chocolate. Mm. And I swear to God, if anyone touched it, they would not be alive today. That was, I, I don't care about other gift. It was the chocolate, the, the praline and the chocolate. And it was like, I was opening the box and I was counting every chocolate in the box. And I knew exactly when I was eating them. And if I go back to the box the next day and it's missing one, oh, I yeah. swear to God, I, like I went crazy. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh. I, I, I'm like that though, with things that I, that I'll, I'll count exactly how many I have and I will know if you touch it. Well, yeah. I, I think, you know, cheese and, and bread and, um, and um, chocolate. I love oyster also. Do you like oyster? Love oysters. Oh, I, yes. Like, yes. I mean, rosé rose and oyster. I mean, if, if, if someone put me in jail tomorrow and like, uh, then I'd like to like on the death sentence. That would be what I will order. You know, that would be last like, supper. Yeah, that's my last supper. Yeah, let's go. I, let's go with the bank, man. <laughs> in the way, you know. <laughs> so I need to know because I feel like you have you do so much, and I I feel like in my own in my own life when I see other women that are really accomplished, I'm I'm just really curious because I struggle with this and. You actually have talked about this before, and I, I'm wondering what it is that you do to stay present, because I know you talk about being present, and is that hard for you? Um, no, I think, I think um, no, it's interesting. I, I think, uh, I don't know, I just feel that even if I multitask things, and, and I'm ADD like everyone, you know, artists, mm. like, but I, I'm uh, always pay attention. I mm. have this, 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 because I think it's important for me to stay present even if I'm all over the place. Right. Because otherwise, you know, I'm, it's going to be too messy. I don't know. And you know what? I don't even take medication for that. I'm not sure. That must be the rosé that I drink every day, <laughs> every day that helped me too. But no, I'm, I'm very much present every day, even I'm all over the place, you know. No, but I like what you said because it's almost like you're you're present because you're you're paying attention. Like you're just you're paying mm -hmm. attention, which I think that's I, I think that's a really good thing to keep in mind. Just I mean I, I think this is you know for me I think is is I always knew that um 
if I'm around people and I say something and it would be um, uh, just uh, not cool for me to just like say something and not really paying attention. I think my dad taught me that you always have mm. to make sure uh, that uh, you're paying attention to others, that talking to you or you talking to them by respect. You have to respect that. And you know mm. what? If those people bore me and I, and I don't care about what they're saying, I say, well, thank you so much. And I just walk away. So... Uh, <laughs> No, it's true. You know, I don't, I don't have time. I don't have any time to waste either. So, um, right. but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm very present. I'm someone that likes to be present, you know? Yeah. I love that though. We have to. Yeah. Important, you know? So I'm, I'm curious to know, like, because I, I did, we have to just throw out, like, you just wrote this really amazing book, Rebel Chef, yeah. Rebel Chef that did you read I, it? I did read it. And I have to say, I loved it because I felt like, like, you know, when you're younger and you're, where you're just growing up and you're sitting and you're listening to like your mom telling you stories, your aunt telling you stories, you just have these great conversations. Like, it just felt like I was sitting in a room with you, listening to you, to you talking to me about your life. So yeah. I, I, I loved it. And the way you describe food, it's just like, what? It's like a painting. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm walking through right, a museum right. and I'm looking at Picasso or Miro. So... I just, I'm curious to know, because in the book, you talk about all these obstacles that you faced as a woman and you faced as a chef. And now we're in this other obstacle, which kind of shut down the entire country mm. or the entire world, actually. And right. you've kind of had to reevaluate your businesses. You have these restaurants that you've, you've been working your ass off for for years. How have you navigated this obstacle? And what have you learned about Dominique in this pandemic? Um, well, I think I think it was um, obviously it was um, a, a moment in time where um, um, we were all kind of shocked and surprised, and yet it was also an opportunity for us to realize what matters. Right. So um, you know, yes, three restaurants all that but what I learned a lot that you know owning businesses is one thing but uh, caring about what matters and caring about your team and and the thing that is around you and and what you can do maybe to improve also this world it's so much important to me so you know we went from having three restaurants to close everything but the first things that we did and we knew that was, you know, for me, that was, that was the things we needed to do is to feed the community. So we went out there and we, we worked with the medical worker. We worked with um, uh, elderly people, the children, the, uh, also domestic violence, which is, yeah, it's, we have to talk about this it's crazy. Yeah. And, um, and and then it was about, you know, okay, we have nothing, but who are we? We are people that are at the service of the community. So we feed people. So let's go out there and making sure that our community and our neighbor are okay. And so I used, I, I took everything from my farm and literally I didn't buy anything for like few months and I used everything from the farm and I created everything from the farm so we could you know um, substance ourselves and then uh, luckily there is people uh, like um, Lexus and 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 some other company that they partner with us to continue to make food for people that couldn't afford it so it's been um, it's been a wake-up call it's been an amazing journey but he allows also to refocus on what matters and and what's next you know and um you know it's one thing to have profit and make profit and be being greedy but it's another thing when you can give back to the community and you can rebuild the community also with food and through food that's what we're doing it's so much more richer and this is i think this is what we needed too and i'm not saying this is um uh, we wanted this pandemic, but it, it's not new, you know. I mean, it's been going on for a long time, and it just happened that it's much more imp impactful. But I think it helped us uh, to maybe refocus on what the world is about, what humanity. And, you know, this pandemic is 
there is, there is no, no discrimination in this pandemic. And yet, exactly. we, learn, we learn about inequality, we learn about dis discrimination. And I mean, obviously I, I spent my life to, to, be, to be an activist, but it was just, I felt that people were not listening, but I think they listen now, which is great. So um, we are, you know, I'm pivoting a lot, you know, I, yes, I'm going to be reopening at Ukraine, but in, in the same, uh, talking, I'm also uh, um, bringing uh, to uh, my company um, uh, a different concept where we are going to be also being a part of fighting um, uh, hunger in America. And that's going to be a business that's going to be forever now. So uh, it's not just cooking beautiful food for people, but also cooking food for people that need food. So I'm very happy about that. That's very that's very exciting for me. So, so I don't know. I'm like, there's so much more, and there's a lot of things to do. You know, I mean, climate change and the way that we eat, and you mm -hmm. know, I can talk in food. You know, like factory farming, and it's like, what the fuck is that? You know, sorry, I used the f word. Oh uh, no, it's okay, you're allowed on our podcast. <laughs> You know, I've, 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 you remember, like, I, I remember I have two, six years old, and, and I remember, like, uh, well, they had the Lycée Francais, but, like, a few months, I mean, they're not, they're not at the Lycée Francais anymore, they're at, at home. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, love them, it's just amazing. But, um, you know, like, when the, the administration here in the United States said that, like, a few months ago, be before the pandemic and all that, they, like, were we want to serve meat and, and no more vegetable at school. And we want to give those, those children, you know, shitty food. I was like, what? It's right. like, we need to change that. So I think we have an incredible opportunity as human, doesn't matter what industry you are in, to really come together and come to the table and, and, and find a new way of better alive. Uh, because you know, those six years old, in six years, they're going to be 12 years. Then in 12 years, they're going to be 18. And yeah. I don't want to leave a world to them that is messed up the way it is right now. So it's kind yeah. of exciting, you know. And I think the young generation right now, wow. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. yeah. Amazing, right? I also think something that's interesting that gets really lost, I, I'd say like I'm fourth generation American, but I, I'm married to a first generation Canadian that's from Italy. And I, I feel like you see there's a difference in terms of how we were raised and our relationship to food. Um, just sort of knowing where it comes from and having that sort of respect for the sauce and how it's made and and it, it it it's different, you know, and I think that it would be like my dream to see more kids, even my own children eventually grow up having a garden, understanding where the food comes from. Right. That's very important. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's is so I've been. Um, before the pandemic, I was uh, I, I wrote a show, a series because I've been I'm very interested with food and climate change and changing the food system and so I'm like you know what I need to really understand America mm -hmm. and um, I was doing a lot of research and what was interesting is before the 1950 1960 mm -hmm. the best food in America where African-American food, where you could go to the house, the food were coming from the garden and all that. And, and, and the, the big chain, the company like McDonald's or whatever, they, with the SBL on, start to implement those big fast food, you know, restaurant in those community. And they start to kill the culture of what food was so strong up ah. at the time. So it's very interesting, you know. So I'm very interested in that. So, and um, we got we 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 got to get rid of those McDonald's shit out there, man. Yeah, oh, no so, kidding. I mean, like, so you know, food is so political, but it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and I remember last time that I, that I was in New Orleans, I went to my friend's uh, house and. Uh, we went to uh, we went to um, uh, his grandmother, and I'm telling you, the food. I, I, I was flaw. It was so good and so oh, yeah. And she was telling me story also about, you know, she didn't understand why 
we can't cook that way anymore. And she's like, I, I don't want to see my, my godson or my grandson to go and buy a McDonald's. I make food for them. I make sure that I make enough food so they don't go. They don't go out there. So it's very interesting. So there is then you know you, you see that food bring you know inequality and differently um, uh, than a lot of different things. So for me, it was you know the, the idea of writing a show like that was um, you know I want to become a um, um, I want to become um, an American citizen maybe and. Uh, but I need to know what America is about. And, you know, it's, awesome. it's, it's something that I, that I want to learn through. So, but it's, it's, it's eyes yeah. opening, you know? So yes, um, yes, um, garden and, 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 and kids, you know, kids at the future, at, at really the core and, and the future of the society. So if they don't know the best of the society and what matters, what are they going to do when they grow up? They're not going to have that that tool or that knowledge. So we need mm-hmm. to give that knowledge to them. But it's up to us, you know. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, I think from the 1960 to now, whoever was born at the time, we we got spoiled and we forget. Yeah. We have things that you know, instant gratification, convenience. Yeah, you know, convenience. Yeah. I think that's definitely part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which. Um, you know, I mean, when you drink, you know, some rosé, it's not convenient. I mean, it's convenient because it's right there at the bar and I can for that. Yeah. But there's a lot of work that has been done in that rosé and, 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 and the craftsmanship and the love and all that, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, if we can go back to that place, you know, I always say that to find answer today, you always need to look at the past. And the answer is always at the past, in the past, you know. Yeah, and a lot of answer that is very interesting. So, yeah, healthy and um, yeah, make yeah. this world a better world. Do you guys have kids? No, you don't have kids, right? No. Yeah. 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 Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've um, seriously. Um, oh, you see, my wife is trying to call me right now. Um, <laughs> just crazy uh totally free spirit you know they do whatever they want two girls you know yeah uh, fraternal tweet and um they're just really cool one of them olivia wants to become an astronaut i'm like great and an the other one charlotte yeah i'm like i mean you should see a bed so okay a bed is literally um so literally when you go to a bedroom a rest car okay oh and then um everything that has to do you know with um uh, the moon and astronaut and all that this is what she wants to do and i'm like i'm like listen girl you can do anything you want to do in life <laughs> anything you want to do in life and then charlotte is uh, she wants to save the world and the planet and and, and the animals oh my gosh that's so good One's going to the moon and the other one's going to save the animals. They might want to become a chef, but that's, yeah. that's the third option. So I'm not okay. They cook with you? But they, they like to cook cool with you? They love to cook with me, especially mm-hmm. Charlotte. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Just like, so, uh, they love to cook. They, um, they know exactly how to test food. If there is too much salt, they, they yell at me. It's crazy. It's like, oh, if it, oh, if if the pasta is on the cook, they're like, well, it's it's okay. But I have to tell you, you know, it's I'm, crazy. I'm telling you, these kids, like the young, the young kids now, like they're they're gonna change the world. I I think they are changing the world too. You know, a hundred percent. Are you guys married? Are you guys married, or uh, you you married to your uh, partner, or I'm married. Yeah. I'm really happy. She's like an amazing. I never thought you could meet someone that would, that could really be like your rock, you know? And I've, I found that. So I feel, I feel really. really I I thought that I was, I was not. And you know, that one came from, I don't know where she comes from. (laughs) You always have to tell you love one that you love them and how beautiful they are. Agreed. I feel. 
I and you have to mean it too. On, I mean, like, okay, oh yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah, I love you. No, I love you, and it's so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Know. I've never had a partner until now that does that, that actually tell, I think because I've only been with men and now I'm with a woman, maybe that's maybe part of it. I don't know. But she always tells me I'm beautiful. Like, it's so crazy. I'm like, thank you so much. I really need to hear that. To bring that awareness that you see, you see them, you know, mm, yeah. you are aware that you, they are here and and they're not invisible to you and so you have to see them you know i think yeah. i think when i think for a relationship uh that lasts you know doesn't matter if it's you know what any kind of relationship you have to feel that you are valuable and you're seen by your partner mm-hmm. yeah. if you're not then you know yeah what's the purpose in a relationship so um and you know relationship take work yeah oh yeah I'm curious if you have a piece of LGBTQ culture. So whether that's like a book, a movie, a song, a writer, something that is either really inspired you or was like a game changer for you. Yeah. Well, I think in the French literature, and I, I think Colette was. Um, oh. Very, oh. Right. So yeah. It's very fluid. Right. Uh, what? Yeah. Did she write Cherie? No, no, she was very fluid. Like fluid. No, I'm saying, did she write the book Cherie? C H E R I? Was that Colette? Uh, Cherie. Uh, yeah, Cherie. Cherie. I just my accent on Colette, it. I mean, Colette, amazing. Your story is amazing. Um, wow, there is, a, there is a lot of, uh, you know, in the 1920s, what I love is a lot of writers, women, you know, obviously female writers were very much open about their sexuality, you know, and how beautiful that relationship that you have with another woman that was just, just phenomenal. And um, I'm inspired by, by that, you know. Um, you know. You know, the other day I saw this documentary on Netflix. Did you see that? Which one? Uh, this is like the story of two women together. Oh, the women. Yes, I just saw that. That was beautiful. I mean, one of them, one of them, uh, I think, passed away a couple of yes. years ago. Yeah. Wow! What a beautiful story. Oh my yeah. gosh! I was, yes, totally. And um, you know, and 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 what it teach you teach you about relationship is like, first of all, is nobody business to know uh, your sexuality. Right. You know, but it's beautiful to see how much love you can find in those story. And I think it's one of the most inspiring things for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been very fluid, you know, all my life. Even I kind of knew probably when I was very young, um, you know, I, I wanted to be, uh, I was in love with uh, Sandy from Greece. I was, you know, I, I, I told, I, I tell my uh, all the time that you, you are my little Sandy and I'm, I'm I'm you, Danny. Danny Zuko. Danny. Oh my God. I love it. But you know, in, 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 uh, you know, love is such a beautiful thing. And, and I want to tell people out there that doesn't matter who you love, just love, just love wow. fully and, 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 and be who you are and don't let other to tell you, uh, what you need to be, just be who you are and, 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 and love free you from everything else. So that's Agreed. what I mean. Yeah, I love that. We're not going to cry right now, right? No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Let love set you free. Let's, yeah, let's love set you free. And you know what I say? We, we, we are not, we won't be free until everyone is free. Yes. Yep. We need to make sure that everyone is free and everyone has a voice and everyone is equal and everyone is treated the same way with like that we treat everyone so until we get there we still have a lot of work to be done but keep preaching love you know um yeah no i was uh, i i remember when i you know moved to america i was just so disturbed by you know those reality show or those talk show where it was so toxic Mm. and it was so you know violent and against each other verbally or physically 
I never understood that. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. How can we, you know, be a, a, a beautiful, you know, country when you have people and people are watching that every day? Mm -hmm. So, um, um, I just, you know, even with my work, you know, I, I, I made a pact long time ago with myself that I will uh, open a space where, and that's why. Atelier Crane came came uh, to fruition. It was it was not just representing uh, the philosophy and the idea of my dad like a workshop, but also bring people together as 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 like a diversity of people. And I wanted them to come together to have a voice and to create together, but respect and love each other. That was a very important thing for me. And until today, you know, we have zero tolerance of violence or sexual harassment or anything. I want love here, but I want respect. And um, hopefully that can also teach them when they go home to their home to bring kind of that knowledge and that, uh, uh, that tool so they can become also better, you know, in everyday life. And, and that's what we need now, so to, especially with everything that's happening right now, you know. And... Um, you know, is, you know, with the Black Lives Matter also is like, it took us such a long time to get there. And I'm like, why? But when you see about the history and, and the ignorance and all that, we still have a lot of work to be done, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm just, I, I just want things to, people to be educated. I think education is the number one thing, you know? Yeah, to totally. Do. Oh my gosh, that's exactly how I feel. Education. Education. But I think there was things that um, I kind of, I mean, I was, I was so happy, but a little bit surprised when the, the, the Supreme Court, you know, were okay with the transgender, you know, and, and, and they didn't, I, and I was like, okay, all right, there is some, a lot mm -hmm. of shit in America, but there is also good things, you know, yeah. so, so let's, uh, let's continue the work that we're doing and, and, and bring voices out there that need to be heard to be able to move forward. forward. And, and at the end, uh, at the end of the day, we just want to drink and dance for Christ's sake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so and come yeah. together. I What's feel your like... favorite song, Dominique? All right. So, um, I'm a Nina Simon. <laughs> Yay! But I, I gotta tell you, yeah. I'm also uh, Whitney Houston. Okay, I, I, and this is the truth, you know. So Nina Simone is someone that I've been admired uh, uh, since I was very young. My dad introduced me to her. And um, I, uh, I, just, I just love her music and, and who she was and, 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 and a complexity also. And, but for the last, I don't know, for the last two months, Every time that I go to bed, I spend about 20 minutes to watch Whitney Houston, different type of song. And I just, I just watch her. I, I look at her. I, I listen to her voice and it just, it just makes me a whole. So um, I, I love, I love Whitney Houston. I know it's so weird, you know, like, but no. no, Whitney's good. Whitney. She's a Jersey girl. Yeah, Wina is, is amazing, amazing. But I'm, I'm, I'm very much into, you know, also, I mean, Nina Simone, everybody tell you that, will tell you that I'm crazy about Nina, but different type of music that speak to me, you know, I think any music that speak to you, to your soul, I think I'm very much uh, loving it. Um, I love Brazilian music also very much so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brazilian is great. A nice samba every now and then. Anyway, yes. What What about you guys? What do you What do you like? Uh well, if you can uh, see my wall behind me, I love I love Lena Horne. She's oh, one of wait. my favorites. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Sarah Vaughn. I love Shirley Bassey. Um, Amazing. Even like some new stuff. We talk like I love Emily King. Have you heard of her before? No. We're gonna have to sing Emily? some Emily King. Emily yeah, King. Emily, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She's great. We love Ryan her. got me hooked on Emily King. She's good. I She's like really, her. really great. But I listen, yeah. I listen to everything. Barbara Streisand too. I love all her early stuff. <laughs> She's fun. I we all, we're always talking about Barbara Streisand. We, we love Barbara Streisand. 
did you did you see the uh, the new song she posted? What today? Uh, no, uh, I think it was no, the one with the healthcare workers. It's the one. Is it that one? Is that the one? Uh, I think I think it's the one that is going. It's uh, it's him at uh, the the president of the United States. I'm not. I don't remember his name, but it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> Was it called like you lied to me or something? I think. Yeah, I, think I know you this. See that? Yes. See that? She's yeah. a. She's she's a. Yeah, she's lovely. She's great. You know, it's it's like when 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 we talk about those artists, you know, and they live in the same certain era, and I wish that today we have. But I think there is a new new wave of of artists that are really connected to music and the world and humanity and and their mm -hmm. word are, are amazing so i think we're getting in, in there is new new wave of artists that are things coming out and 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 i'm also interested to listen to them but yeah i mean is music is is so important to the soul you know so yeah. um it is so I, food. I, oh my god so yeah. Food. yeah yeah it's all food yeah food is food but music is food and you know yeah <laughs> I just yeah. can't believe you said Whitney Houston because I just love her so much and Nina Simone <laughs> and I love Edith Piaf though. Oh, Edith Piaf. Yeah. You, oh, great. Do you uh, do you like Charles and Aznavour? I don't know. I don't oh know. Oh my God! You actually listen <laughs> Who is to that? Him? What? I have to write this down. Who is this? Charles. C H A R L E S. Aznavour. A Z N A V O U R, I think. As is he as is he French? Yes. Oh. He oh he, he passed away, I think, couple a couple years ago. But it's he's kind of like the Frank Sinatra of the French culture. Ooh. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And I love Frank Sinatra. I think I was Italian in my past life. But I'm Irish, so I'm not Italian. But still, I, I love Frank Sinatra too. He just, because music takes you somewhere, you know? Like Frank Sinatra, he reminds me of New York. He reminds me of the city. Like it just, he takes me back, you know, to home. I, there's, that's the thing with music. It takes you somewhere. Oh, totally, yes. Well, are you totally Irish or did you do you? Have you done your DNA? No, oh, I, I, I actually, I saw that you did that actually while well, my research on you, right. but I, I saw you did that and I, and my partner did that, but she's no fun because she's all from one region of Italy and that's it, like nowhere else. Um, but for me, I don't know. I, I'm, I haven't done it. I need to do it. What did you, did you use the, um, what's it called? I uh, did the, the, I did the 23 and me. Yeah. Oh, that's the one I did. Oh, you, you did? did it? Well, you did yeah. it? Well, what, what is your DNA? So it's it's like forty percent European and like I think sixty percent African, um, right. but it's like Russian, Cubans in there. Ooh. I have Spain. I have a lot of um, Hola. like Ashkenazi Jewish and oh. Sephardic oh Jewish. Right. I was like, oh my god! So maybe this is my connection to Barbara. <laughs> there you go. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, 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 you know what, it's, it's interesting when you do your DNA, then you realize that um, um, you come from everywhere, you know, and, yeah. that's, that, and then you yeah. also learn about the migration of the world. I mean, when, so my DNA, so this is the update right now, it's 50% um, it's European and 50% North African, African. Egyptian. So in the European part is 23% French and German. Uh, then there is like 19% Norwegian, Finland, and then I have, I have Italian in me. I have about oh. <laughs> yeah. And then I have Iberian, and then, then you go to uh, the Berber in North Africa, and then all the East Africa, and then Egypt. And then I have uh, also a Siberian. I'm like, Ooh. what the hell? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Siberian. I'm like a mutt. You're such a mutt. You have so many. You're all over the place. Yeah. It's, it, and then when you read about it, then they tell you like 200,000 years ago what, what's going on. And you're like, wow, yeah. amazing. So, wow. but you know, it teaches you that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, where you come from. We all the same species. We, we are human. And 
doesn't matter if you come from uh, China, Africa, Germany, France. Yeah, you might look different because of where exactly you come from, because of the, the, the environment and, you know, whatever is the same thing with animal. You can have an animal that is the same species from one side of the world, world to the other side of the world, but they might not look the same, but they, they have the same DNA because mm -hmm. the environment is different. Mm -hmm. So it just really teaches you about which is one world and one humanity. And so let's stop about... Um, this nonsense of, of 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 discrimination that we have against each other because this is we're not better than anybody else you know so i don't know that i, I wish that everybody you know do their dna and realize that uh that they, they come from the same places you know it's just like doesn't matter and you know yeah. what it's, you know so i don't know i just wish people were like that but anyway yeah long way to go right your vibe is so great, Dominique. You have such a great aura and person and just your heart is amazing. You can feel it even through Zoom, which is just amazing. But you're just- That, that, must, you're, that must be the, the rosé, right? <laughs> no. Well, thank you. That's, that's, thank you very much. I appreciate it, yeah. No, yeah. I just, you know, I, I think I felt, I don't know, I think maybe I felt um, uh, lucky to be in this world when I was, you know, when I was abandoned at six months old and you have, you have those incredible humans that just wanted to give you love, give me love. And then, then you realize that perhaps it was a gift and then you just have to really reflect on, on, on yourself. And, and I feel very lucky. So why not to also walk into this world and, and to give back, you know, I think that's, I think that's why I'm on, on earth, you know, and to give back and love and, and laugh and, and dance. I think that's why I'm here. So, I mean, I can cook also, but that's, that's secondary, I think. But no, I mean, I, you know, it's nice also to talk to people like you guys that, that um, there's no judgment and you just like ask question and, you are curious and I'm curious and we just, you know, we just get to know each other and I think that's beautiful. So thank yeah. you. I would like to know what color, if you had to choose a color in the rainbow to be, which color yeah, no. would Dominique Crenn be? Oh, she is <laughs> immediately yellow. Yellow. Yeah, so the thing is my mom, every house that we've lived in, every house we've lived in, she's always had at least one yellow room. And then when I went to Cece's house, she has this bright yellow wall. And I was like, oh, well, wow. when, I, when I freaking move, I have to have a bright yellow wall. So we actually just painted it today. And that's, that's awesome because I have yellow shoes and like 1970s style, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yellow, yellow is everything. I, I remember when I, was, um, when I was really tiny and um, I wear yellow all the time. And I wear, I wanted to be Titi, you know, like the, the cartoon Titi and, uh, you know, the little bird. The, yeah. The, With, um, Tweety? Tweety, yeah, Tweety. Tweety Wait, bird. Yeah, it, we call it Titi in France. And I always wanted to be the Tweety bird. Like, it was like me, all yellow, you know. Oh. So, uh, but yellow is also a beautiful color, you know, is, is the color of, for me, is the color of happiness. Yeah, truly, truly. And uh, the sun and warmth and unity and, and I think um, inclusivity, it's beautiful. It's a, it makes me very happy. So yeah, yellow. I think that's such a good color for you. I think it's great. I love yellow for you. Yeah. I tried to, uh, well, I tried to get my hair yellow one time and it didn't work out well. <laughs> you might need a wig for that. I know. I just like a bright I, one. I don't know. I was like, mm, I'm not sure. You know. So uh, funny. Yeah, but but I have some friends that are like, you know, really, you know, blondy, and I love it. I would love it. I'm like, oh, I want to be like this, but it didn't work out very well on me. So thank you so much. This yeah. is like we were so we were so looking forward to talking with you, and we just like you're such. You know, I've watched your TED Talks, I've watched you talk, reading your book. It's like, we, we think we know you, but then to like, you know, sit down and speak with you, it's just like, it's all, you're just this light and it's really beautiful, so. Well, thank you. It was so nice talking to you. Thank, thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, Bye. Well.
We would just like to thank the amazing chefs and people out there who have been helping feed those who need it the most, especially in times of COVID-19. Please be safe during this holiday weekend. Happy 4th of July from Twisted Times. For more information on this episode, please visit the description. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Twisted Times a Podcast. And of course, our guest from today, Dominique Kren, at Dominique Kren. You can also pick up a copy of her book, Rebel Chef, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Audible, and much more.